Broski here, and right now, you're listening to the Matt Madness Podcast. They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Pashery, and with me this week... On the WrestleMania preview episode are my good friends, Mr. Sexy Punta Cana, then now forever, C.K. and Joe Rodermill. Time is money. <laughs> Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo Aaron Lloyd. We call him Alo. The ladies call him Balo. And special guest this week, the godfather of the Matt Madness podcast, Joe Lafferty. AKA Welcome back. Joe Gertner. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> Whether you're from Delco or Chester County, I'm the one all your friends call Big Daddy. In order to get over, I didn't have to turn heel and join the New World Order or sell my soul to the devil and marry the boss's daughter. <laughs> I am the quintessential stud muffin. I'm Joel. Alo, I'm sorry, but ladies love cool James. <laughs> and Ekro and we know loves the Miz and Roman Reigns. Gertner. Got to give it up. Thank for you. That. Thank <laughs> you. Ron, guys, thanks for having me. This neck brace is so uncomfortable. <laughs> but a point you made on the show uh, about loving a neck brace, Ian and Orton and Gertner, it's so great for a heel to get injured and wear it for like five years. <laughs> so uh, the neck brace is uncomfortable, but I- I'm going to wear it. I hope it got the pop out of me that you were hoping when I saw it. The other guy that I think wore it well was Buff Bagwell. He didn't even actually get hurt. It was a fake neck injury, and he wore it for like a month. If not longer. And we were just looking at pictures of Flair with yeah, it on, yeah. so whatever. <laughs> yeah, ne- it never gets old to me. Um, so our WrestleMania preview episode. Um, I guess before we jump oh, into well, it. Um, oh, go ahead, Alo. Before we start, I, th- I, th- I think it was really fitting that our main, our real main event uh, is about a part-timer who shows up when he wants to. <laughs> and we have Laugh here showing up when the hell he wants to. So... <laughs> Just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> Brock Lesnar of the show. Yeah. So you're saying we have our own our own part timers, our own part timers on the Matt Madness yes. podcast. We do. The, um, the invoice is in the mail. <laughs> he can do what he wants. Yeah. Oh, the the pay. It's a nice paycheck that you get for for like 12 to 15 dates a year. <laughs> I mean, Lesnar's got UFC. Well, what else you got going on? Laugh. laugh. I mean, we'll, we'll make sure the part timer. Uh, I I don't want to bore ass you guys. Trust me. <laughs> He's known me the longest. I think that's why. <laughs> we go back to the advent of Hulkamania. Yeah. In 1984. Um, before we get into the preview, just a little quick business to attend to. Uh, listen to Falls Count Anywhere with Russ and Matt. They released a new show. I don't want to mess up the name, but I'm always bad at this on the fly. It is Wrestling Through the Ages. Am I getting that right? Okay. Um, Perfect Edge with Donovan. Uh, we have a bunch of Throwback Madness Road to WrestleMania now available. Everyone's been released. Uh, the Unsanctioned Library, I believe we still have 24 episodes. Subscribe on iTunes, five-star rating and reviews. 
Uh, YouTube, check out Elroy Prepson. I know he said he was going to start adding new content again. And uh, moving some merch before the show starts. Yes, if you want to embrace the madness, WrestleMania weekend, you can head over to whatamaneuver.net. And you can also go to colinelbow.com. Use promo code MattManage for 10% off your order. All right. Only working promo code in the business. If I may, Ron, mm-hmm. real quick, please. Yes. Two shout-outs to you guys. The the throwbacks WrestleMania were great. Even, even WrestleMania 10? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed all of them. Uh, WrestleMania six, you guys uh, captured some magic, and then the wrestling through the ages with Gary uh, and Russ and, and the rest of his team. Um, Gary was spitting knowledge. And, and it was, I thought about uh, I listened to I thought about you the whole time. Laugh is loving this. Yeah, <laughs> he, he talked about the um, the AWA and stuff. Mm. Oh man, he's loving this. Yeah, it was. Uh, but really, all, all the the trips down memory memory lane, uh, I experienced them firsthand. And uh, the moment when Warrior pinned Hogan, it was it was so wild, and I watched it happen. And I was able to experience that again with you guys. So mm-hmm. nice job. Keep it up, and thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate thank that. You. Yeah, I was thinking that would be our um, our worst one because I felt at the time we recorded, me and Prep, we weren't born yet. <laughs> so um, I felt when we recorded, we didn't speak that much. But I still, I think after hearing it back a few times, like, okay, I think me and Prep talk more than I remember. Yeah, I, I think, like, that does happen. You're used to having a certain level of knowledge about it when the show's going on, and obviously this one was a little different, but yeah, it wasn't like you guys sat there silently. And yeah. It was me and Joey talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't definitely anything like that. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, me and Prep talking. Your, uh, your, your, your inputs. Well, that too, and then maybe because it was a fourteen match show, is what got us to, got me thinking about only that too. fourteen matches. Yeah, only fourteen matches. All blockbusters. And Alo, I even though you like screaming, Ice Smith, I do <laughs> want to hear your opinion on things. Uh, sometimes I, I think you say I, I wasn't there. Uh, you weren't there for Prohibition either. <laughs> we, we could talk about that. So, so let me know what you think. I, uh, I always like to hear your, your, uh, your points. Thank you, Laugh Kellerman. Laugh <laughs> Kellerman. I've been waiting, what, six days to hear that. Um, so last bit uh, before we get into the WrestleMania throwback, or WrestleMania preview, sorry. Um, Will Ospreay hitting his head on the ring apron. I don't even know what the move was. I don't know what it was supposed to be. I literally just saw the short clip. Uh, borderline, like, on the verge of breaking his neck, the thing that terrifies me more than anything else. Do these guys need to tone it down a little bit? Are they going just too far, too much, too often, or is that just the style and it's their body, they could do what they want with it? I hope they're making big paychecks. That's the only thing that I, I can can think of, that it has to be worth it. And a lot of these guys are fanboys that have turned into wrestlers, and they're very athletic and mm-hmm. very good at it. But it, it is getting very dangerous. I mean, you saw that clip, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it was brutal. I didn't see it, but I think it's a little bit of both because, like you said, it's about the athleticism too, but at the same time, you, you've been – talking about this for a long time now about the next boom period is the indies so it's like with Will Ospreay he's been noted for having like some of the best matches within the past year year and a half and having the best moments inside the ring so like Lav said he, I hope he's getting paid well for it too and 
when you do things like that, that also helps you build a following. The better matches you have, the more money you get from these promoters, the more eyes you get on yourself. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit of both. But I haven't seen the clip. I can only imagine what it is because I know how he works. But I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, he landed directly on the top, well, directly on his head on the ring apron. He was doing a flip. I don't even know what the move was. It was kind of like uh, what is the Kofi? Is it the SOS or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He has the two finishers. When he does the flip. The one where he flips. Yeah, it was kind of like that. I don't think it's going to change either. You're just going to see more and more of this. Yeah. And the more often they put these high high profile matches, high risk maneuvers, they do it over and over again on a continuous basis, you're going to have slip ups, you're going to have goof ups, and it's going to happen. It's inevitable. Yeah, like the botches are one thing, it's just when it involves your head and neck. I just feel like settle, settle down a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, to last point, if they're making a ton of money. I guess it at least there's at least some risk reward there. I hope he doesn't live in his car and <laughs> yeah. travel town to town. I, I hope that it's worth. I it. still remember yeah. his yeah, name. He, <laughs> he was cleared to wrestle this weekend. Yeah, he so. does that stuff. Is he's trying to sell himself and make his and um, make his name what it is. But we already know what to expect from Will, from Will Osprey. Yeah. Um, so WrestleMania, <laughs> the biggest show uh, during the biggest. Week slash weekend in the wrestling industry. Everyone descending on New Orleans. I guess that probably the thing I'd assume most people are most excited for is to see Daniel Bryan in the ring again. Uh, I can't speak for everyone, but that would be my guess. The American Dragon. Um, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon in a tag tag team match against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Has anything happened in the last three weeks to make you any less excited for this? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> what? I just heard that this will lead to a SummerSlam match between Shane and Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we'll have to deal with this for the next five months. We'll see about that because I, I don't know how fresh Shane Shane's looking out there. He might be pushing his limits getting out of there for this match. He couldn't even remember his lines Monday night. No, but that that's uh, actually... Tuesday night, sorry. That's actually the rumor, though? I didn't see that today. I really... I've given my apology to Shane for how mad I was that AJ was in a match with Shane for WrestleMania last year because they delivered. I thought it was the best match on the show, and I thought it was a a big match for AJ. But to to turn Daniel Bryan's return after all this time into ultimately a program with Shane, that's a little anticlimactic for my taste. Yeah, because... um. I was very, like, sometime I listen back to the show, I get upset. Like, why didn't any of us say this? And I think about it after, because we kept contemplating about Daniel Bryan will be the one end up turn heel. But I'm like, what about Shane? Because you can't waste Daniel Bryan's, the, that real good moment of him coming back and everybody, he's like so beloved. You can't just waste that and turn him heel. Yeah, but won't. Shane, on the other hand, you can easily turn heel. And that segment, yes, on Tuesday night, that was. The most one of the most cringiest things <laughs> I've seen in my life. That, like, like there was like a two minute pause. Yeah, the of, pause. Like, absolute silence. The, Daniel Bryan didn't know what to do with Shane. Day, the day Shane Bryan, didn't know he was still there. The Daniel Bryan thing of Shane. Wait, are you apologizing? I was like, what is this? What? What? Why? Why? What is this? Yeah, and then what is? And then Kevin Owens, same thing. They come out from the crowd, which I did enjoy, which I said I wanted to happen. But then Bryan and Shane comes and put the camera on. And I'm like, you're too happy. Stop. And like Laugh said, I, I, I'm glad Laugh's here because <laughs> Shane is, is, is making the show more about him than Triple H. I'm telling you right now. We'll get to that later. I'm telling you that right now. That's that's a thing. 
Because if Shane's facing Daniel Bryan, because this was this has been dragging since October or September, <laughs> whatever the hell it happened. But this is all about Shane now, because Shane's going to turn on Bryan clearly, because you can't make Bryan turn heel, because you have to capitalize on this. You can, but you shouldn't. Because, but see, I don't know where you go forward with this, because forward with this, because whenever the shakeup's going to happen, I thought that Bryan should go to Raw and do his stuff with The Miz, and you could put him on Raw, and you could swap more talent. You could send Daniel Bryan to Raw, you could swap maybe two two big names and put them on SmackDown, because SmackDown lacks bigger names. But dragging this out for almost a full year to SummerSlam for Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon, that doesn't need to happen. Yeah, so this is a good point that you brought up. And laugh, I'm curious your opinion, because Shane comes back, he has a WrestleMania match with The Undertaker. <laughs> then he has a WrestleMania match with AJ Styles. Wait, wait. Then now, he, well, no, rewind. At, at 32, at the Undertaker match, he was a part of Team SmackDown on Survivor Series. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> the next WrestleMania, he's involved in the Daniel Bryan match. Well, AJ so, Styles. So, well, I said that. That okay. was his last year. Now he's involved with Daniel Bryan. So what, are they going to sign Kenny Omega this year and he's going <laughs> to have a match with Kenny Omega at WrestleMania 35? I, I if Alo hates Shane, Shane's my new favorite. <laughs> <laughs> He is a shoe guy. (laughs) That's true. My thing. This is my thing with Shane. We we've been suffering through this Kevin Owens feud with him and Shane since around what July over the U.S. title, and it led to that match at some at um Hell in a Cell the Hell in a Cell match between Kevin Owens and Sammy and um Shane with the Sammy turn, which was all great and all, but this has lasted way too long, and you're telling me that even though Daniel Bryan is back in the ring. The feud between Brian and Shane started right after that Hell in a Cell match. So that's almost a year if you're going to lead to a match at SummerSlam. Yeah, it's going to be October through August. Well, my opinion on Shane is it was cool when he first came back. It was a nice pop, but it got old real quick. And we're way past old and just beating that old dead horse. I'm going to make a prediction right now. Mm-hmm. It seems like WrestleMania, they're going back to the same venues when they go back to Dallas, it's going to be Triple versus Shane in the main event for for every title on the card. For every Are they going to vacate every, every title? Like that, picture of the, like that picture of the Dudleys when they're around their neck. It's going to be for every title on the card. So they'll vacate the titles like Vince Russo did on Nitro. It'll have like a four-hour time limit. It'll be the only match on the show, so they'll get all the paychecks Best house and everybody else. I'll so be on be, the pre-show. So, <laughs> so it'll be in Dallas in the 100,000-seat arena, and it'll be the entire WrestleMania card. The biggest spectacle of all time. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I like I said, I did not like the idea of Shane last year. I came around on it because I think they the way they closed those last two shows leading into Mania was good, and then I thought the match was really good. And I have no doubt that these four guys are going to have a good match on Sunday. But, yeah, I don't want to see Daniel get embroiled just in a feud forever with Shane McMahon. We talked when he first came back. I know, Laugh, you were in a a group text with us about all the matches you want to see with Daniel Bryan. We were speculating on all the matches we might see over the next year. And then we're going to get... Shane? Yeah, we're going to get from April to August of just Daniel Bryan and Shane. I don't want want it. it either. Let Shane screw Bryan. Fire Brian as GM, and Brian could be a wrestler for on SmackDown for for up till they do a shakeup. Sam the Raw. 
I don't need to see Brian versus Shane or Brian confronting Shane. We've got months. it for the next That's four That's the problem months. for the next five months. That's the problem. We've got it already the last five, the, pre, this, this, um, the previous five months. There's no need for it. Mm-hmm. The match will be good. We're all going to enjoy it. There's going to be a lot of hot, high spots, and there's three very good workers, the return of one of our favorites, universally mm-hmm. beloved. But if he's tied up for the next five months, that's unacceptable. Yeah, this match you can accept. You don't want a program. If it was, if he was tied up for five months with AJ or Seth or Samoa Joe, I know he's out, but somebody along those lines, Kenny Omega, yeah, Kenny <laughs> Omega, yeah, it would it would be a different story. But it, it doesn't need to be to be with Shane. No. But that being said, and Laugh just mentioned it, I mentioned it's going to be a good match. Um, what is your prediction for who's going to win? Well, I find it interesting that r- currently right now it's Wednesday night. Well, Mr. Wednesday Night Live. <laughs> but it's Wednesday night, and um, the better nods, they still have Shane and Brian winning. Right. Which, which, um, which, which could change, but I still find kind of odd. But I'm going with Owens and Zayn. Um, yeah, oftentimes the, the betting lines, they change a lot on like Saturday, Saturday night, night into Sunday, Sunday morning. So we'll see on Sunday afternoon if it still looks like that. Yeah, because on paper the card looks really, really good, and I, and um, a lot of these matches, like there are a few predictable matches, but for the most part, most of this card is pretty unpredictable, and that's and that predictable is not not a bad thing either because it, it's all about how it's delivered. But I'm looking forward to watching this because even I even went to the better nods on a lot of these cards this week today because I'm like okay. I don't know where I'm going to go. There aren't a ton of heavy favorites in any of the no. matches, which I do think is good. Have you guys ever bet on a wrestling match? <laughs> no. I would love to. <laughs> I have. Have you? Yeah. Wow. I mean, do you remember which match it was? No, not, with the bookie. Per se. Not per se. Well, on this show, he got Zack Ryder right that one. Yeah, but yeah. It, was, it was a friend who was a bookie. Oh, okay. So you didn't, like, go to Vegas and lay no, down No, I, I, I didn't go to that, that extent. I mean, it was a $60 parlay, but... Oh, hold on. <laughs> The, the extent of my wrestling gambling is throwing a few bucks into a pot for the Royal Rumble or something like that. The Alfred Maniscalco yeah, invitation. Yes, exactly. Yes. And uh, the one year at Eric's house, I think it was the first year. Yeah, 32. Uh, were we doing the podcast mm-hmm. yet? Okay, we did the, the thing you fill out, the winners, and who's going to be a celebrity that shows up, which I somehow snuck out a, victor- a one-point victory at the very end. I don't remember how. But there was one thing I had different from everybody else that, that came through. Speaking of celebrity, we talked a lot on your channel mm-hmm. uh, about rock and wrestling in the last two or three weeks. Can we please put Cindy Lauper in? <laughs> she, she ushered in more than most people realize. She deserves it. Uh, Cindy Lauper, 2019. <laughs> I would take that in a heartbeat over Kid Rock. I got a little love for that, that too. I yeah. mean, Cindy Lauper was a lot of my youth. As far as I remember, tying in with wrestling, the, the, even like the Goonies song is mm-hmm. a deep cut. Oh, the Goonies! Is ah, awesome. it's incredible. She had Captain Lou in the "Girls Just Want to Have Fun" video. Yeah. She was in a match, correct? At, what was it? Was that three or was that that the was first one? Mania? It was WrestleMania okay. one. Yeah. I think you've just started a movement right now. You heard Auburn. it here, folks. H O F, New Jersey. I think she's from New York. We all, Perfect. We all Perfect. know Brian Jar James is listening. So. <laughs> we do. You're right about that. Uh, Laugh, who do you think is going to win this match? I think Owens and Zayn. Do you? Yes. Do you think for any specific reason, or do you think it's just to set up the feud between Shane and Daniel? 
I don't think I hate when I hear myself talk like this. I don't think they're going to get fired, no, right, <laughs> or hired back, or or whatever. I I don't I I don't think that be the answer, the outcome of this, and them ending up on Monday. Uh, they will win, and either um, uh, Shane or Daniel Bryan will turn on each other. Do you think it deflates anything? For Daniel Bryan, if he loses his first match, no, not at all. I just don't want the program to sh- with Shane to last, right. which is what I heard and what we just talked about. I want him to be the champion on Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, that's <laughs> far fetched, but it's what I want. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what they have WWE 2K18 for. <laughs> Joseph, who wins? I, it's hard to disagree, but I'm just going to be different. Different thing. I'm going to go Shane and Bryan. So you think that they do the feel-good story? I think they get the win, but then you have kind of a Shane stab him in the back situation. I thought from the beginning when we talked about this that the firing angle would just lead to, yeah, maybe they get fired from SmackDown, but they just end up on Raw. But if, in light of recent events that I just got within the last ten minutes, that the rumor is breaking that, news. Yeah, that breaking Shane and news. Daniel Bryan are supposed to be squaring off <laughs> For the next five months, I'm going to assume it starts with them losing this match. So I'm going to predict Owens and Zayn. Um, but again, very much looking forward to it. Universal Championship match. I believe it was made official that that is closing the show. But laugh. My guess is you don't believe. You won't believe it till you see it. Nah, triples in the main event. <laughs> I won't believe it until we say it. Triple. Triple and Ronda. Yes. They want to have those those two in the main event. Fireworks. <laughs> everything. They're all going to get one of those women's battle royal trophies. <laughs> Everybody. As Everybody. As, as long as Ronda cuts a five-minute promo before the match, I think it'll be Turtle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turtle. <laughs> so, yes, the main event of the show, we hope anyway. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Did, did they do anything to get the crowd to hate Brock Lesnar for Sunday. Do you think they got the viewers who will be in attendance to that point? I don't know if they did enough, but they, I, I definitely like what they did. I, I like the way they handled it again, pushing Brock as the, the part-timer, which we know our, our friend over here is also <laughs> the part-timer. Kind of hits a, kind of hits a, hits a bone, huh? Um, but calling on that, I mean, something we all talk about all the time, and they kind of made reference to that. It's always good when you play real life notes in, in these storylines so I think it helped and you had you saw it kind of play out in the go home show yeah Roman Reigns coming down asking are you guys, are you guys really going to defend this part timer and they're just like yeah they, they parted for him they parted the ways yeah Alo <clears throat> no it, it's been like for what they're presenting it as on Roman's end it's you're a part timer you're never here etc what's Brock's side of the story Nothing. And like last week, Prep said, he's tired of Paul Heyman. I respect everything Paul's done for the business. Paul's great and all. But maybe maybe Prep's not tired of him. Maybe it's just Paul doesn't have a place anymore, especially with Brock. Because even going back to his previous world title run in 2014, Paul doesn't do anything. We, do we really need to be sold on Brock Lesnar anymore? Really, 
Especially after the monstrous run that he did have. So when Br- Paul does come, basically he just tried to sell Brett Lesnar, but we don't need to be sold on Brett Lesnar. So it's basically equi- equi- it equivalents to him not really saying nothing. It's just the same old shtick. Yeah. And his promo was okay. Like, I popped for the whole part of you won't see us again. But there was, like, nothing Paul said went against Roman's argument this entire time. And we didn't hear from Brock at all, which I thought we should have heard, even if it was one of those sit-down interview things that they do, which he, which he really is really good at. But we didn't get anything, any of that. We didn't. And they tried to, they were trying to make this as real as possible, but from Roman's perspective, he tried to do it as, make it real as possible, but they went away from that on his side. But Brock's side never really even did that. Yeah. Laugh, what do you think? Ron, I think they did a nice job of building sympathy for Roman. So to answer the first part of your question, yes, I think they did a nice job. However, the second part of your question, <laughs> will it change the crowd in attendance at WrestleMania? No way. The 24 special from Orlando, as Roman was walking through the curtain and, the, <laughs> and greeted by the sea of booze. We were there. <laughs> I've said it before that Roman is good in the ring. However, I am tired of Roman Reigns, and that goes against <laughs> what I am tired of Roman Reigns in the main event at WrestleMania. Well, this year it'll be triple. <laughs> no, no, no. So the streak is going to be broken. No. <laughs> so I, I, I think there's some sympathy. I, I hope they beat the crap out of each other. Uh, I would like to see some color to give it emotion, to make it matter. And I think the five Superman punches overdid it. Uh, it's just JR has some type of saying that says it's, it's not special when it's done all the time. Make it special. I don't care about the Superman punch anymore. I think they have a lot of heavy lifting to do. I, I really do. I think the crowd will be tough. Um, I... Look, Roman Reigns is going to win. Yeah, you're going to spoon-fed a lot more Roman Reigns. Eh? <laughs> I'll get to spoon-fed later. <laughs> is that a promise? Yes. <laughs> it looks like a promise. Yes. But um, going, going back... Going Why are ba- you mad at me? <laughs> going back to a laugh. you're wearing a neck brace. <laughs> going back to laugh. Well, well um, I, I want to add something else. When Roman turned the crowd, um, the locker, the guys that were out front against them, against Brooklyn to let them go through... I thought that was a nice touch. I wish it was more of the uh, locker room backstage. I mean, up front, and actually, like legit, like turn on Brock because this was it was about getting the people in the well, the locker room, the people that work hard against Brock. But we didn't get none of that. Now they built sympathy for um, for Roman because he's got his ass beat the last few weeks yeah. by Brock. He finally got the upper hand, but like like, like Laugh said, the Superman punches a little bit too much and Brock's little F five out of nowhere got a little overkill, but better than a tug of war. Yeah, it was definitely better than the lead-in to San Francisco at 31. I was glad it wasn't a tug-of-war. At least we got something. I still think their best bet would have been to just have Brock blow off every date leading up to it. Maybe show up on this past Monday just to run down and take out Roman real quick, and that was the only thing you saw of him. Yeah, Roman could have carried it Or maybe just be a satellite. Yeah. Not even at the... Yeah, and if you did have him on television, you could have did for... They could have went to my perspective of just have Brock just say something, but Brock hasn't said anything. I hate to say it, I feel like they should have made better use of Vince in this story. They threw him in there in the middle of it a few weeks ago 
to add a little more legitimacy and realism to it, he made the statements that Brock will be here the next week, and then you never saw him again. Yes. I felt like that was, it was just an taste. interesting part of the story. It would have been. It was just a little taste they threw in there. They insult our intelligence every week. They do. And Brock had to show up because The Undertaker's gimmick was not to show up. Yeah. So they couldn't have two <laughs> right. top-tier guys not show up. So the, the best way to remedy that would be don't have The Undertaker involved in <laughs> WrestleMania anymore and then just do that for Brock Lesnar. Um, but what's the over-under on how many This Is Awesome chants we get during this match? <laughs> it's hard to quantify because, I mean, you, you, you're saying through the course of the match or just one? Through the course of the match, how many times do we hear that chant break? I, I say we hear it at least twice during this match. This match I'm most feared about because I've been... I talked about this when I think at the Roman won elimination chamber. Brock's interest level is what kind of scares me here because we know we're, Brock's known for when he doesn't care, he has no interest in it, and he's going away. He will just do whatever to get just get the job done and go home. I think he real life respects Roman, and I think if he knows this is it, I think he's going to try to go out with a bang here because he knows. He's one of the handful of guys that they'll give a ton of leeway to in a match. Nobody's supposed to cut themselves. Nobody's supposed to bleed. Brock's basically allowed to do whatever he wants, and I think with Roman, he's going to try to make this a show. Ron, you think he'll go for the shooting star press? Oh, I could only hope. (laughs) (laughs) I I never want to see him do that again. It worked so well Well, Remember, (laughs) remember, there's no blood in New Orleans this Mm -hmm. weekend. Remember that. They, They made that official a few weeks ago. But... This really will be more of a fight than a match, so that's why I have a little bit more like, hope for it that he won't do the same thing he did with Dean Ambrose or or Bill. So mm. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm terrified for the interest level. But since it's more of a fight and not a wrestling match, I have a little bit more hope for it. Hope. Yeah, I I, I think it's going to be very physical. I do think we will see blood in this match. I don't think Brock cares about that rule at all. <laughs> um I'm expecting it to be to be a good close to the to the show though. So who wants to start with a prediction for this match? Or does anybody have any other comments on it? I said Roman. I'm sticking with Roman. Yeah. Alo? The Roman Empire will <laughs> the Joseph. Yeah, we're rolling out with the Empire. <laughs> it's gotta be Roman. I can't imagine that Brock wants to keep continue with his wrestling career. I think he really wants to go back to UFC. He clearly does not care about being the champion. He clearly doesn't care about the the company. It doesn't matter to him, I don't think. So I see this being the end. You said that this is their four-year build with Roman Reigns. They wanted him to beat Brock three years ago. I think he get, he wears the crown on Sunday night as the one to finally the slay the, the beast crown. incarnate. Um, WWE Championship match. Laugh, I'll go to you first on this one. Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles being billed as a dream match was once a Wrestle Kingdom match. People have been waiting for this match since both guys were in the company. So what what do you expect from this? And are you happy with how they've led us to this point? No. No, I'm not happy with how they've led us to this point. The match will be great. It will be a mirror image or, or, or exactly what we expect. And I'm happy with that on the WrestleMania stage in the WWE ring. 
I still feel that the, the Shane McMahon narrative is the main event. Now, Daniel Bryan involved, of course, uh, added to that. But this is my main title that I talk about <laughs> anytime you guys are kind enough to have me. Mm-hmm. So I have not been happy with the build. Uh, one of your throwback shows that we talked about, The Warrior and Hogan, that was was two faces, uh, two good guys. And it, it, and it was a much better build, a uh, much bigger feel. Now we're talking about two of the biggest guys of all time. Mm-hmm. But just to the point that I, I have not enjoyed this ride for Nakamura since the Rumble. Can't disagree. They, I talk about this all the time, probably too much now. People are probably tired of hearing me say it, but they think just throwing somebody out there on TV is enough at this point. Uh, you'll just be happy if we put them on TV for you. They don't think we care what they actually do when they get on TV. And Nakamura has been one of the... Uh, it's been one of the worst offenses by creative or whoever's in charge the way that he's been treated. Because like I said, I'm completely disinterested in him on the main roster, and I have been since he was about a month or two in. You didn't like his matches with Corbin or Mahal? Shockingly, no. (laughs) The Ziggler match, I expected big things, and I didn't think it was that good. And then it would just continued from there. Even the godson hated him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember which one I liked most. Cena. The, oh, that was that a match that was on SmackDown? Yeah. yeah, that was the best match he's had. And his Rusev match on yeah. at Fastlane. Yeah. yeah, that was good too. Those were I think his two best performances since he like even a lot of the stuff he did at the end at NXT I didn't like that much. Oh no. So it's been a while. I hope they tear the house down. I hope they just let them go out there and do what they want to do. Um, I'm like a little concerned that they might not let them do it. I do think there's so much ego in that company <laughs> that they might want to hold it back a little bit because they may not want these guys to steal the show. Uh, I do think they're petty in that way. Uh, but I, I'm hoping for big things because I love AJ and I as much as I haven't been a huge fan of Nakamura recently, it's not really as much of an indictment on him. It's just what they've done with him. Um, I think it's going to be good. I do think that coming out of it, the narrative will be, oh, yeah, it wasn't as good as the, the one before. Like, I think that's what people oh, yeah, are going to be oh, saying. Oh, yeah, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. It's not going to be better in Wrestle Kingdom 10. I know <laughs> that. You don't believe it will be as good as that, or you believe that people will be saying that? People... Both. People will be saying that, and I believe it's not going to be as good as Russell, Russell Kingdom 10. Like I said a few weeks ago, it's about the mo- it's about the stage. Because I said when Styles and Nakamura, got re- the report came out, and they officially signed a debut, that one day this is going to be a WrestleMania match. And it's all about the stage and the spectacle. They did it on the biggest stage in Japan, and do it on the bigger stage at, at, at WrestleMania. And everybody wants to see it. Everybody, all because you notice after those guys came over from... Japan and ROH, all of a sudden everybody knows everything about New Japan and Ring of Honor. <laughs> so they're going to be like, they're going to sit there and complain, oh, it wasn't this, it wasn't that. It's not about that. It's about where it's at. And if you want to complain and hate not like it so much, go rewatch Wrestle Kingdom 10 <laughs> when he when it was too fought. Because it's about WrestleMania. That, sh- that doesn't matter anymore. Was that match right before he came to WWE? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was then. That was January first, and then two and a half years ago. Yeah, that was January first, and the Rumble was a few weeks later. Yeah, I'm very interested to see how this plays out. What are your thoughts on it, Joseph? I think it's gonna be a great match. I mean, I hope 
they don't, like you said, kind of put chains on them because they don't want it to overshine any of the other matches because it does have the potential to um, be a title match with these two guys that have a lot of following and, and just this, the wrestling style they do could be the big match, could be the match that kind of shines on the card. So I hope they let him kind of play it out. Um, Nakamura, I agree with you guys wholeheartedly. He's been a disappointment since he's came up. A lot of the reasons is because what they've done with him. His matches hasn't blown me away. He hasn't been a captivating character. This is his chance to kind of step up into the spotlight and, and kind of take charge of it. I think ultimately he's going to come away with the victory. I'd, I, I'd like to see it on AJ just because I don't know if Nakamura is ready to carry the title yet. But I won't be disappointed as long as the match is the quality that we expect it was. And I, I, you know you go to people say it's not as good as the original, but it definitely could be. Hmm. Yeah, and they're not booking it as you've ever seen. They're not booking it like you've seen Wrestle Kingdom 10. They're booking it for their show. Right. They probably wouldn't be calling it a dream match if they yeah. were promoting it as something everyone's well, already seen. They, they made some references yeah, they did. In, in the last couple promos to kind of that. Yeah. They didn't come out and say this. we did this before Wrestle Kingdom, but they they, they, yeah. they touched on it. Yeah, AJ made the comment, this isn't the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, Phillips said from to- the Tokyo Dome to the Mercedes Superdome last night. The Silver Dome, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Do... Is it the match of the night? No. No. Joseph? Yeah. You think it is? Yeah. Well, the real match of night won't even be on the main card, but I'll di- <laughs> I digress. I'll, we'll get to that later. Stop. You digress? <laughs> I'll get to that later. You digress? Come on, tell us now. The I... Cruiserweight match will be the match oh, of the night. Oh, God. When that match comes on, Alo, I'm going to turn my back. <laughs> Go ahead. I want video of that. I'll do it. On the main card, <laughs> what, what else the Usos. Have? The Usos the are going to be the yeah. match of the night. On the main card, hopefully it was the, the Usos. Just don't ruin it. it was <laughs> Usos the New Day, but I'm I'm worried about the time they're going to get. I think they'll get time. There's 13 matches I believe booked. There's three. The, the both battle royals on the pre-show and the cruiserweights on the pre-show, and they have five hours. The no, the card. run time is 24 hours now. <laughs> you guys missed that memo. I earlier. did miss yes. that memo. Uh, Joseph, who's the WWE champion heading out of WrestleMania 34? I think it's almost inevitable that it's not, not going to be Nakamura. You don't think it's going to be Nakamura? I think it's going to be Nakamura. I don't know how I said it. I must have said it a little backwards. <laughs> what I meant was I think it's going to be Nakamura. Alo. Nakamura, and I wish they started this whole one-upsmanship weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. that would have been great because it was fun to watch that. Part. Yeah, I liked AJ going back at him, but I wish it could have like led to like a sit-down interview, but we didn't get any of that because they did all this wit really late. But teases the flying elbow pats yeah, on the head. Yeah, and I, w- I needed more at least another week or two of build between these two. But I'm going Nakamura and laugh. I find it hilarious that you're knocking my cruiserweight prediction, mm-hmm. but the ma- what you said last year to match tonight was Aries and um. Neville for the cruiserweight title, didn't you? No. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. Roll the tape. Denied. Dennis, get in here. Deny, deny, deny. He's got notes. I'm sure you can pull it up and you'll know right away. Yeah, laugh who's the champion come Sunday night. AJ Styles. So you think he retains? Yes, I do. Why do you, is there a reason you think that or just what you want to see? Yes, I don't know what Nakamura's contract looks like. So I should have done some research. It's like a paper with words on it. But I think AJ, at this point, will finish his career here. Whereas I think Nakamura is tired of this same old shit every every week, every month. 
uh, and I think he will ultimately go back to New Japan. So you think he's just going to say, I'm not fulfilled here, I'm going to go back to where I know I will be, basically? I think Vince wants to give AJ's this champion, AJ's his guy in this match. I think Vince believes AJ has more of a future with the company than Nakamura does. It's kind of weird saying that, you know, an outside guy being Vince's, Vince's guy. Yeah. Not a homegrown talent. But I'm glad you said that because I remember when he first got there and the first round of interviews we heard AJ give, he talked about how into him Vince was. The They gave him music that actually fit. If you listen to the lyrics of his entrance music, it fits <laughs> the character that Vince wanted him to be. That whole bulldog mentality, scrappy guy, that's what they want him to be. He got that great entrance at uh, the Rumble. They gave him a pretty high-profile match at WrestleMania, even though he lost, but then he won number one contendership the next night. He got to have that great run with Roman. He got to have an unbelievable run with Cena. Clearly, they believe in this guy. They won the title the next month. Yeah, clearly he... He has won some people over there. Clearly, they, he, he is a, a, a guy to them. I don't know that he's the guy, but he is a top-level guy to them. Only one. Guy. Yeah, there's one the, the guy. guy. But AJ, I think I have been thinking all along, it's inevitable Nakamura is going to win it, be the guy to win it off of AJ. But that is an interesting way to look at it because it ultimately comes down to who Vince wants. And we know clearly he loves AJ Styles. I don't want I'm not prepared to change my prediction though. I hope you're right, but I am going to predict Nakamura because I feel like that's what they etched into stone when they decided to start this. And another way to look at it, I mean, a different way, which is your way is again very intriguing, kind of gets the conversation going is what are they going to do with AJ coming out of WrestleMania? A lot of people speculate that they'll see him moving to Raw. If they do that, they're not going to keep the title on him because it right. kind of kind of hinder that maneuver. Yeah, and then if they do get the title Nakamura, you can actually have a longer feud with those two. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I, I would love to see AJ retain it, but I'm going to go so with, I, with Nakamura. Uh, it's hard to... Um, Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor versus The Miz. The Miz has... Pretty much shined Excellent. brighter than the other two, Excellent. I think. You agree with that, Laugh? Except for this week. <laughs> Are you kidding me? When he was oh, the, when they asked uh, him about okay, you know, congratulations to the baby. Yes. Uh but when he was talking about being a father, he wasn't the Miz. I think it's a work. Well, well this, everything's a work. I think Joe. he's telling you, well, well, I think he's telling well, you to look get, this way well, and he's gonna be looking this well, the other getting way. Rid of that, get, getting rid of the, of the whole uh, Monroe thing. I said up man. until this week. Yeah, that's what I said. Well, the Miz on commentary just champ, just cheering them off for killing each other. I thought it was great. <laughs> he's better in commentary than mo- than all three, two of them, except for Graves. Yeah, he was a little anti-Miz though this week. I mean, uh, I can see why, but fatherhood made him lose his edge. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I gotta say one thing. This this might go. On, this is a side note. Um, after doing WrestleMania ten, and we talked about how Vince, like. We, we talked about how we could hear Vince yelling and Cole to sell this or whatever. So oh, yeah, the stuff he said yeah. on commentary. Yeah. Just, Unbelievable. So, so, so anytime <laughs> I hear like Cole, anytime I hear Cole say like the big dog or it's boss time, I do it in Vince voice. <laughs> I was doing that last night for a moment at our fantasy baseball. Draft. I don't remember what made me say it, 
It's boss time. <laughs> it's the big dog. And, and I, I was just like imagining Vince saying all this stuff because we saw he was salivating over Lex Luger. So I'm like, oh my god, I can hear Vince yelling at Cole right now. That's <laughs> boss time. <laughs> yeah. The way Vince did commentary is what he's yelling into yeah. their headsets that he <laughs> yeah. wants them to say. You hear a lot of yeah. the old Vince commentator in Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, go back to the business. The way he would, the way he put over Diesel at WrestleMania ten. <laughs> oh, would you look at this? Like, <laughs> yeah, he definitely. That's how he wants his product to be portrayed, <laughs> even thirty years later. That's um, how it is portrayed. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. Look out! Look out. <laughs> like, or every time Brett would put the sunglasses on again. Oh, will you look at that? <laughs> As if we'd never seen it before. You know, we saw it every every week on Superstars. It, we saw it all the time. Um, did you guys like the Seth Finn match on Excellent. Monday? Yeah, Excellent. I it, was, it was better than the match. match. Could, better than the match they had a couple weeks ago. I thought it was a great match. And again, Miz calling reference to it, the fact that it's a great match. But it'd be even better when he gets in that ring. It's hard. It's hard to disagree with that. Yeah, one nitpick I have. A couple nitpicks. We'll have one major one. That they're. I don't recall hearing the extraordinary man who does extraordinary things moniker about Finn. I don't feel like in a while. I don't know if they've been saying it and I've been tuning it out. That was new to me. Yeah, no. But they were saying it months ago. Really? Yeah, they were saying it, I don't remember when. I think it was even before he started that thing with Bray. They were saying it and then they stopped. And all I could think is, when's the last extraordinary thing Finn Balor did? (laughs) Yeah, what's been extraordinary? He's good, but there's been nothing extraordinary that's happened with him. Probably since SummerSlam two years ago when he won the Universal title. Has he done anything of significance? He reteamed with his boys. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> that's not even a full-time thing. <laughs> yeah, but the match was good. I really enjoyed it. I loved the pace of it. I loved that it was actually won with a curb stomp. I'm still happy that he's doing that again. Um, I'm looking forward to this match because I think the one criticism you could have of The Miz is that he's not a top-flight in-ring worker. I think he's gotten better, and I think he's good enough. His character, I think, is what carries him. But I think that you have two unbelievable wrestlers in the ring with him is just going to make it an even better match. I've done a complete 180 on The Miz. I love The Miz. (laughs) Yes! I want him to lose, take some time with his family. I don't want him to get that record. And I, and I want him to say that he doesn't care about it and that he wants his world title back. I want him to beat Reigns. I want him to wrestle Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. The work that he's been doing on the mic has been the absolute best, better than Heyman every week. And he deserves it. He deserves to be right now in the main event at WrestleMania. Not part-timer Brock Lesnar. <laughs> it it should be it should be the main event should be Braun Strowman and the Miz. Period. So Braun being the biggest attraction that they have. And the Miz being the best. he worked his ass off this whole mm-hmm. the, this this whole last year. He he got better. He headlined uh the the network specials, and he deserves it. Um, it's it's a shame that he doesn't have this tag team partner where they drop the ball on that. No, he has his twin 
brother. Although I, I heard that Elias Brain. and The Rock might do a segment now. Oh, I now. can't wait. So wow. that's that's a why concert. it's not a, it's not Elias. Yeah. There's a picture on social media that Strowman and um, Bray Wyatt were in a plane traveling together or something. Far away, keep them far away from Bray. Something <laughs> something like that. Uh, I'm all over the place here. Um, Miz is going to lose this match. I want Seth to win. And then let Seth and Ballard uh, fight for the IC belt, the the worker belt. They'll they'll put on very, really good matches mm-hmm. just from now until infinity. Uh, let Miz take that time and, and come back for the title. Well, the problem with that is that Shane's going to fight for the title first triple. <laughs> <laughs> That's in Dallas yeah. in two years, John. Okay. So we have time. The Miz is going to keep that belt warm for those two. They're going to have another kid. <laughs> okay. Well, piggybacking off of last save real quick. Since the inception of this show, other than AJ Styles, who's been the, t- the best superstar on WWE television? My pick's The Miz. You know, mine is Jericho. He just hasn't been there long enough, but I would have voted for Joel Embiid for Rookie of the Year last year, <laughs> even though he only played 31 games. So I would still give Jericho my vote for best superstar in the two and a half years we've been doing the show. But yeah, there's definitely a case for the Miz. Yeah, you could make a heart, like even you could say Roman, but the booking for him has been lackluster. But from a character perspective, the Miz has been excellent the last two and a half, the last two and a half years. He really has. He put talking smack, talking smack on the map with that promo he cut that on Brian. Shoot on Brian, yeah, it was that actually is probably what catapulted him to that this past whatever it's been, probably about a year. And that feud with Ziggler, yes, mm-hmm. that because the the Alo, there might be a feud in between. So correct me, please. But those awful feuds he had with Darren Young yeah, and, uh, and Apollo, yeah, as the before. as the IC belt, that was right around when the show started. Those matches were terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really were. And then he he did the talking smack, and then working in the ring with his friend Ziggler, they really put on some awesome matches. Yeah, because even before and he hasn't looked back. Yeah, right. even before um, he had those matches with them, um, Darren Young and Apollo. Even before he regained the UFC title, Ron did a whole one eighty on him when it came to introducing AJ Styles. That was when Ryan did his old mm-hmm. 180, and I was like, oh, okay. I see the Miz. Like, I remember when Miz beat Zack Ryder the night after 32. I was like, oh, and they brought Maurice back. I was like, oh, this might be interesting because we don't really have, like, couples in WWE, especially, like, a legit married couple doing it um, as, a heel, as a heel tandem. And they've excelled even with the Darren Young and Apollo stuff, even though those matches weren't good. Those two together were money. Miz and, and Maurice. Yeah, Miz, Miz and Maurice, yeah. And... I was very. I'm happy, but I was pissed when Maurice got pregnant. <laughs> good for you, man. With protection. Come on. Good, good for you. Shoot that up, man. But um. But I was like, God, it's gonna. It's gonna. He's he's like. Even when she first announced she was pregnant and left, and left t- television, I was like, the first week. I miss her already because she added. Even the Miz was great on his own, but she added so much to him. But I kind of forgot that she wasn't there because the Miztourage has even been just as important as she has. Yeah. And I think with The Miz, you mentioned it, I did think he was a key part of transitioning AJ into WWE. When they weren't really letting AJ talk a lot at the beginning, Miz was carrying a lot of that stuff. And he was in the middle of that Jericho-AJ feud, that whole lead-up to WrestleMania. Then he wins the Intercontinental title the day after. Also, the the Cena-Nikki Bella stuff they oh, did before so last year's game was great. Yeah, and that was so fun when they mimicked them. One of my favorite moments being at a live 
wrestling show was the first, I want to say, four to five minutes of their WrestleMania match last year when he was just killing Cena and the crowd <laughs> was just going insane. I don't know how well that came across on TV because I never rewatched it, but being in there, I was like, oh, my God, these people are loving this so mm-hmm. much. And I thought that match was great. There's a point at last year's Hall of Fame Mm -hmm. where the fans (laughs) were cheering for The Miz and the camera pans to him. Uh And he goes, me? Really? You're you're cheering for me? (laughs) And that crowd was a pro-Miz crowd. I still will not change my opinion. The match at WrestleMania with Cena stunk. And I do not think Miz was ready. Uh, Paul Carboni's on the show talking about the build, the run, was good, but that match, that match stunk. That was Punk's match, and it still drives me nuts to this day. <laughs> the narrative was The Rock. It was the beginning of the three-year program with The Rock, but uh, that, that The Miz did not have a good night that night. No. But what he's been able to do, give him the belt. Give it to him. Yeah. He, he deserves it. I mean, it. if you, yeah. think, you think about it. Give it to him. In a time when... when the crowd's thirsty for a belt because our main title's not on the, on the on air. Miz said he wanted to, and he did make the IC title relevant again. He took that title around with it. He said he wanted to bring the prestige back, and he did that. Um, when part timers are away, kind of holding your title hostage, he's there, kind of giving you something to get behind. And, and he, he says did, that every week. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he did a good job. That I made this that. the title on yeah, Monday night. He did. <laughs> Who do you think is going to win? Well, I think it's going to be the Miz. I think they're going to give him that that. That um, record. I, that's just something they've been doing recently. You know, they did it with the New Day. They're doing it. They're kind of rewriting the record books, and I think that's what they're going to do here. Um, I would like to see someone like Seth walk away with it, but I just think that he's going to get the record, in my opinion. Yeah, Alo. I'm up in the air. The favorite is Balor right now in the betting odds, mm-hmm. but I think they've been hammering down this whole record thing. I think the Miz retains here, and then they're also advertising for the UK tour. Um, Rollins and Balor for the IC title, but I think Miz gets the record. He may, he he won't have long left to break the record. He could drop the title to Rollins then, and like last said, probably spend some time with Maurice and his daughter. So I'm going with Miz to retain here. Yeah, Laugh, You said you think he loses. You think he loses here? You just want him to. I think Seth Rollins wins. And we're not getting a demon, so that's another reason I'm not picking. <laughs> I the Demon King. Part of my thinking on this is what matters more to them, because you know they love to mention the titles. Even though the titles don't seem to matter to them, they love throwing them out there. What matters to them more, who's held it for the most days or who's had the most reigns? And that's another thing they've done is flip-flop a lot to build people's number of title reigns up. Because I believe Jericho has made mention of if The Miz ever catches up to him in most (laughs) reigns for Intercontinental Championship... He wants to come back and get another one. So is that a way to maybe reintroduce Jericho? Do we have any idea when Jericho wants to come back? I think they know we can get him those last 20 days or whatever it is. Yeah. Another time. I personally would love to see Seth win it. One of my favorite WrestleMania moments of all time was him winning the WWE Championship at 31. I think he's had a really rough last couple of years where he's either been hurt or he's been on the show, but irrelevant, or they've given him bad material to work with. He had such a good match last year at Mania, though. Don't you know? Don't forget about that. Uh, Seth Rollins did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wasn't both guys. It was one of the guys. <laughs> well, that that God. Oh, the, Stephanie's bump through the table was the main 
thing of that match. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started. <laughs> I won't. Uh, I would like to see Seth win it. I, I think won't get he, started either. I think he deserves it. I think him adding the Intercontinental Championship to his list of accolades, I think, is a bigger deal than anything else they're going to do in this match. I don't feel like... I just feel like Seth Rollins would do more for it right now than Finn Balor would. And I think maybe a Finn Balor-Seth Rollins program out coming out of this would get Finn to a point where you want to see him win it. But I don't, I don't want to see him win it right now, so I'm going with Seth Rollins. Although I won't be upset if The Miz keeps it. Um, we'll get to uh, Cena and The Undertaker. Obviously, the build has really just been John Cena kind of trolling The Undertaker for weeks. Yes. Laugh, you mentioned an interesting theory to me last night. Uh, would you like to share it on the show with what your was this thought pillow? is? Was or... this pillow talk? This was not. Okay. <laughs> I don't talk about that on the show. Oh. <laughs> Did he have the neck brace on, too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where he oh. got it. That's where he got the neck brace. <laughs> the neck brace was DS until tonight. Well, other than the through the Lafferty household, yeah. as, as we uh, as we discussed. It's a sexy coat of furry wear. Thank you. Too. Thank you. I'm on V2 at this point, Ron. Okay. I think Cena has to show up in street clothes. Now, the funny thing, he wrestles in street (laughs) clothes. But instead of the jorts, I think he has to wear jeans. He'll have the T-shirt and the hat on. He wrestles in bad sneaks, Mm -hmm. so he doesn't have to hide boots. But I think he has to go pants. I think he has to sit in... The first, second, or third row in camera view. And I think he has to be there the whole night. And then at some point, I believe he will be invited into the ring. And Taker did not show up. And then he thanks the crowd and says, I'm, I'm going to go to the back to watch the next few matches or whatever. On his way up the ramp, I think Taker and the motorcycle make their way down. Does the bike die? <laughs> no, no, he, he can still ride a bike. And he doesn't have to walk down the ramp no, then like, at this point. But you, you know my infamous clip I'm referring to, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, okay. Can. He played off like a champ, though. <laughs> I think that Cena has made a few references to the badass. And leaving the hat in the ring, if you noticed that terrible segment that he did in New York for the anniversary, he had the dumb hood on. So the hat has never come back. Uh, I think that character, that was that the last time that we saw that character. Cena's made references to it. I think the bike makes his way down. I I would love to see him try to run over Cena with the bike. <laughs> Look, it, it, Braun, Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns tried to kill each Does other Fred all Durst summer. Does Fred Durst play him down? No, 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 no. I got something better. I, when Cena's go up the ramp, I want Kid Rock to stop Cena. It's like American badass. <laughs> Shirtless Kid Rock? Yes. Well, yeah. Then they cut the rolling. <laughs> With the Adidas track pants. Well, well, Cena, don't sit front row. Sit section 102R. <laughs> I'm not hard to find. <laughs> You're not. Uh, would and, you like... Oh, and, and, Ron, what, what that does, uh, it, it's not in the ring. It's not a match. Taker doesn't have to worry about doing working too hard uh, or not being able to keep up uh, like we saw last year. They can battle around the arena, make it back to the ring. Uh, I actually think that's a pretty decent narrative, but uh, they don't pay me to <laughs> write for them. Right. And I'm smart. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm smarter than they are. Didn't expect a Fredo 
to come into the show. But I, I actually, I like that idea. I think, bless you, I think that that alleviates my issue with I don't really want to see him wrestle. I think if his retirement match was last year, to the guy you're saying is the guy for the future, let that be the way it ends. But if if it turns out to be that, that he comes back in this other character, as much as I never liked it, it is still iconic, and a lot of people did like it. And I, I, I could get behind that. It's not a real match. Not it's a traditional more match, of a but fight. Something, something more of a spectacle. Yeah, I, I like that idea, and I, w- I would be much happier if that's the way it played out than they just come down and have a match. And I do, I would thoroughly enjoy them going to Cena sitting in the crowd multiple times throughout the night. I think that'd be great. Yeah. He, he said he wanted to do it. He announced on mm-hmm. Tuesday that's what he's going to do. He's going to go there as a fan. Why not let him do it? Joseph, what do you think about Laugh's creative writing? It's definitely plausible. I think it's something that could could see happen. I mean, a lot of a lot of valid points by my friend, and <laughs> I concur. Halo. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Laugh. Um, for the most part, I don't know <laughs> how. The, as a, I don't. As a, I don't know. It's written in Halo's contract. You can never one hundred percent agree with Laugh. <laughs> I have no idea how they're going to book this. Like I said, sex, Cena section one on two R. Not hard to find. The camera could pan to me, Ek, Unji, and uh, in prep. But um, I have no idea how. I was shocked the Undertaker didn't show up. I was really shocked because I'm like, okay, they actually like, they actually trying to like build some intrigue. Like, okay, what the hell's gonna happen at WrestleMania? Yeah. And like, I'm gonna enjoy the shots of Cena actually getting shown in the crowd. Hopefully, as a real fan, like I would love to see Cena marking out over stuff. The foam finger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if if That'd Nikki and yeah. John Laurinaitis are there, yeah. that would be great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good uh, yeah. a good addition. And right Mama there. Bella, it's a great image. But, yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm interested to see where they go with it. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing Taker come out. I don't want to see Kid Rock, <laughs> but I'm interested. I'll put it that way. That's all I can really say. Yeah. Uh, so, Joseph, who wins? This match this that we kind of threw together? Mm-hmm. John Cena. Taker. Taker. Uh, I'm going to say Cena uh, because I think this has to be the end for Undertaker now. <laughs> it just has to. It can't continue anymore. Go out on his back. Well, yeah, I, I think, I think he's done. We're talking about the uh, now maybe American yeah maybe you can make a case that he's one of the few guys that does deserve to go out on top because of the longevity. But I don't think wrestlers like to do that. Even if he deserves it, I don't think wrestlers themselves want to go out like that. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna say Cena just because, but I wouldn't be shocked if it was Taker, um, Ronda Rousey, and Kurt Angle. <laughs> Versus Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. A brilliant panel interview. I thought this was such a bad idea. <laughs> and then you have Coach up there talking about, okay, time to take our ceremonial pre-match oh. photograph. You never do that. It's not a thing you do. Why it can't are you be called, acting It can't like be called it? a ceremony then if it's never been done before. No, you, it's not a thing that oh, happens. Oh, God. We, we end up with <laughs> Stephanie putting Ronda through the table. And... <laughs> I don't know. And the, and the other thing that drives me crazy is how much they were hammering home that Rhonda and Kurt work for them. The, yeah, they work for you. You're their bosses. But we couldn't figure out a way to not have to do this match. It's just so dumb. And Rhonda, 
this is not a good start. This is not going to no, be a good start. Oh, for probably her historically one of the worst starts. There, there have been some good things they've done with her in the time she's been there. The one vignette they did with her and Kurt, I thought was really good, and I thought the one week when she was actually out in the ring was good. But for the most part, it's been hard, hard, kind of difficult to watch. It's kind of scary what you're going to see in the ring. You, know? you don't know what what's going to be out there this this Sunday. And the thing that gets me about this is. The internet really isn't bashing her about this stuff. And I made sure I made note of this because I really wanted to say this. Mm -hmm. All right, so like I've said, the the world is different now with social media and stuff. So, and I've said this when Ronda first debuted. How long is it going to take for the crowd to turn on her? And she's under contract and stuff, unlike any, unlike previous celebrities that right. just pop up and stuff. She's under contract. She's actually an official superstar. But to the, in today's day and age, the crowd doesn't even have patience for any of this. Mm-hmm. And I've stated this numerous times. The internet is undefeated. The one second you do something, there will be a meme. There will, there will be some video, a doctored video of what you did. And it will become a joke forever. Now, also, the internet's too fast to care, but re- the wrestling internet will always live on forever, and they will never forget. Wrestling, fa- wrestling fans don't forget anything. Right. So, especially nowadays with the whole transitions of, of like, Ring of Honor, New Japan wrestlers, Ronda came from the UFC, and she hasn't even had a match yet. And something I find funny is, for the last five years, people have complained about Roman Reigns <laughs> yeah. being shoved down your throat. Well, everybody, open your mouth because you get a spoonful of Ronda Rousey. Because if you think Roman Reigns was shoved down your throat, you're getting a full dose of Ronda Rousey because you cannot tell me. I, see, I'm not one of the fans that complain about this stuff. I just sit down and watch. If I like it, I like it. If I hate it, I hate it. But you can't tell me that this is a force. This is force feeding you. Ronda hasn't had a match yet. Ronda. Came straight from the UFC, debuted at the end of the Royal Rumble. Her first match is against Stephanie in Triple H, which is known as Team McMahon, which is mainly Stephanie. And she's being and she's being projected to face Stephanie McMahon as her as her Stone Cold Steve Austin. And you're talking about Roman Reigns being force fed. You about to be force fed a whole bunch of Ronda Rousey. Yeah, this is what they've really invested in. They've wanted it for years. Well, for the same night that they wanted uh, Roman to beat Brock originally was the night that they decided they wanted Ronda to be part yeah. of WWE. And she's thrusted right into a main event. One of the well, hold on. There's like 14 main events. A marquee match. Yeah. yeah at we WrestleMania. Can't, we can't call every match Triple H is in a main event. Yeah. Yeah. She's right? in the the marquee one of the marquee matches of WrestleMania. It hasn't even had a match yet. And and like I said, this isn't going to go well for her. It's not. And then after WrestleMania, what do you do from there? She well, gets a 20-minute interview segment when she can't really... T- I didn't think she was too bad in this. There was a couple... There was one moment where I think she forgot what she was supposed to say. But between her and Kurt, they do not need to be in a 20-minute talking segment <laughs> together. No. Um, well, I think they're going to do enough in this match to kind of mask Ronda and the fact that, uh, first of all, she's not facing a superstar. She's facing Stephanie McMahon. Secondly, you're going to have a lot of probably uh, Kurt Angle, Triple H time... F- Filling that, filling that out. You're probably gonna have Ronda Rousey put some kind of move on Triple H, and there's your match. Yeah. And then this is that kind of the wrong crowd to kind of introduce Ronda Rousey. It's it's all it's only for the moment. We know that, but it's kind of the wrong crowd. Like when she, when she has a bad suplex, when her strikes look horrible, 
what if what if her movement in the ring looks terrible? The and fans Samoan will drop. Yes, the fans will boo, and they will, the fans will easily hijack this entire match. Whether whether she gets Stephanie to tap or not, that'll be for the moment. They'll cheer for that, but the entire match will get hijacked by the crowd if it's not delivered properly. The other thing that annoys me is just how thirsty uh, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon are to be viewed as something more than what they are. They are not. They obviously are royalty within the business. They have both spent a lifetime in it. I believe they both care about it. I really believe Triple H. For anything, any, any, for anything, any negative anyone wants to say about him, I believe he loves WWE and he loves the wrestling business, and I think he's trying to be the best caretaker for it that he can be for the most part. But he's not The Rock. He's not Hulk Hogan. He's not Ric Flair. He's not somebody who's larger than it. He's a huge star in that bubble, but he's not a superstar outside of it. He and it. they're so thirsty to be more than that, and it, it kind of makes me a little bit sick. And I think it's a little bit embarrassing, to be honest. The way they thrust themselves on Jimmy Fallon all the time. It's like, you guys are not that. You guys are not attracting anyone. You guys are not a draw. You know, The Rock is a draw. John Cena is a draw. Triple H is not. Triple H is a big name to the people who are already watching. Um, and I'm, I, I think that's admirable to yeah. be a great wrestler. He's maybe the greatest heel of his generation. And he's doing good things in NXT with the way he's programming yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, but he's, he's not a guy who has gotten bigger than the sport, and they're trying so hard to portray themselves as that and be that. And I don't think they should. I think that another thing, it happens organically. We talk about that all the time. When something happens naturally, it's better, and they're trying to force-feed it to happen. Yeah, and speaking of force-feeding, I think Stephanie is actually better instead of Triple H for this whole, like, changing of the guard, especially with, with, with women making it, how women have risen up in the world in, with sports and business and stuff like that. Stephanie's the one that really needs to be up there more than Triple H. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Her Adam's apple's bigger than Triple H's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Monday Night Raw. She she does it good, Vince. She does. I'll give her that. She is Vince. Yeah. Um, I'd give it to Vince, though. <laughs> <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> well, I guess Vince turned me on when she put Ronda through that table. <laughs> yeah, Ronda through the table. The... A lot of sloppiness has led us to this point. Yeah, that 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 backdrop was terrible. It was in slow motion. Ronda no selling because she got right up before the segment mm-hmm. was even over. What uh? I've had styrofoam look sturdier sturdy in the table. Ronda yeah, through. <laughs> you're right. What do you think she comes out in? What do you think her ring gear is? Do you think it's like the similar gear that she wore in UFC? You think she has something a little bit more extravagant than that? You think she comes out in a gi like George St. Pierre used to do? <laughs> Uh, Jimmy John's uh, <laughs> trunks. I I don't know they the 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 Ronda Rowdy mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the uh, WWE yeah and Betsy Lynch yeah Betsy Betsy Lynch <laughs> um she's she's worn a lot of her merchandise with the Ronda uh, with the Rowdy mm-hmm. shirt uh, wearing the Piper jacket and. I, 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 Ron. I never thought about the look. I, 
I, I want to take a step back, actually. Great points by all of you guys. Alo, I, you, you, you love yourself some memes. <laughs> and I always love when, Ron, did you see that meme? And Ron's like, ah, oh, nah, I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> so keep that memes coming, Alo. Uh, Ron, uh, I saluted you mm-hmm. with your thoughts on Triple H there. Uh, very, very similar. I never want to put words in your mouth. But, mm-hmm. but to my feelings over the past many, many, many moons. Yeah. Alo, who do you blame for Ronda being in this spot? Because I, I know who I blame. What, as far as her being in this WrestleMania match? Yeah, everything you said about being her, uh, about she being jammed down our throats, who do you blame for that? I blame, I blame Triple H and Stephanie because... Triple signed that contract. <laughs> yeah, Triple. but see, but this, this, is what, this is what we've talked there, about. There's for Ronda's the, ring gear for the... Uh, Oh, the giant. I think she's <laughs> our gargantuan. Yeah, we've talked about... Oh, wow. Well. That's, that's a ringer. That's going to be. But anyway, like, we've talked about on this show religiously about how WWE, they're trying to, like, get their hand in, in, all, these, in all these other things. They want to be on the cover of the USA Today, bro. They want <laughs> they want to be on the cover, on the front page of ESPN. They want to be on so many media outlets, and they have succeeded in being on, in those outlets. And... They signed maybe at the, at a time the biggest name in the world of sports in sports in Ronda Rousey, and then with WWE they can actually build her up to be to be a bigger name. Even that, that she had that loss, that loss won't mean anything in WWE because they could act easily like after WrestleMania. All you want to see is they're going to talk about how bad the match was. All you want to see is her locking Stephanie in an armbar, and, it, and whenever Ronda does win the women's title because it's inevitable, all you'll see is that. And that, dip, and that and that also translates to all these other things. Ron is in movies. Ron, Ron, Ron is in commercials. And all this stuff. That's what they're about. They're into, they're into getting their superstars into so many other things. So I can't blame them for signing these kind of people. It's just the fact that the world's changed, that we can't have... The, the world of wrestling has changed, where you just can't thrust somebody that wasn't a wrestler into the forefront like that anymore. You can't do that because the internet... He's like, doing it! No, I know he's doing it, but, he, but this is the thing. You may get backlash, but it's going to still you going to get backlash from the hardcore fans. But no matter what, like Ron says, you're still going to generate dollars. And if you don't like something, don't support it. I don't buy anything from WWE shop for the most part now because when Prep told me that some talents don't get their own merch their own merch money, I was like, okay, well, why am I giving these people my money? Like Ron said, if you don't like something, don't give me your money. I I boycott Raw. I boycott SmackDown. I'm <laughs> the the, the selling for WrestleMania was to be with my family. That that was that's what it was for. I'm, I can care less about the event. The, event, the event's there, but I care about having a good time with my family, my friends, who, I, who, I, who, who I all love. But it's not. No matter what, how much you hate it, Ron is, Ron is going to generate them dollars, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. You can tweet and say whatever the hell you want. You can poop on it, poo poo it all you want. Right. It's going to generate dollars, and that's what it's all about. You, what's complaining if you're still giving them your money? And that's their, and that's the bottom line. If you want them, if you don't like something or want it to change, you have to affect their bottom line. So you can hate, you can hate the match or whatever, but no matter what, you still pay 20, twenty-eight to thirty-five dollars for a Ronda Rousey T-shirt. You still pay two hundred dollars for a WrestleMania ticket. You still pay a hundred bucks for your Raw ticket. No matter what, you still generate them dollars and you're helping their bottom line. To to help to to to, to make them change stuff, you have to affect it and lo- and make them help them lose money. So no matter what, as much as people may hate this Ronda Rousey thing, as long as they make money off it, it's a positive for them. Yeah, a couple things. One, 
I first started saying this in 2015 on TJR Wrestling. I wrote an article about it. That we're not going to change their minds by booing. We're not going to change their minds by hijacking their shows. We'll only change their minds by not watching their shows, not buying their tickets, not buying their merchandise. Obviously, the people who the three, roughly three million people that tune in every week are continuing to do that. Um, but we've talked about this. The show is not written for you or I anymore. The only thing they care about is getting recognition on social media. They love to say we're the number one trend worldwide. They love to get an article in Muscle and Fitness or somebody on the cover. That's all they care about anymore is just getting more and more exposure. This goes back to them being thirsty for being something more than they are. You don't need 10 million people watching you every week like maybe you used to. If you have a dedicated niche audience of you know males 18 to 49 or whatever that demographic is, and you write your show catered to them, they probably would be more successful than if they're trying to say, we're just going to try to appeal to everyone in some way. Because 90% of the show, you might get 10% of the show that, that appeals to someone, but the other 90% doesn't. And I think that's why it's so hard to get through a three-hour Raw every week, is because maybe of that three hours, 25 minutes is dedicated to what you like about it. And I feel like that's that way for almost every fan. Um, but yeah, Ronda Rousey, that match could suck, and it could get panned for the next 10 years. But it's going to get a ton of attention on Twitter. And it's going to be all over Facebook and YouTube. And unfortunately, that's that's their motivation at this point. Um, and I think it's a shame that that's all that really matters, is their following. That being said, who wins? Trip on, Stephanie. <laughs> hey, Did you just like what I had to say last week? <laughs> I like what you, I, I, whatever you believe, I like what you say every week. And I tell you Aww. all the time. No, no, <laughs> last thing about Triple H specifically. You, please remind me. No, I said that before I saw that promo of the, the training montage with Triple H and Stephanie, I said that before I saw that, I was leaning towards Triple H winning because Triple H wasn't losing three years in a row at WrestleMania. And I figured Triple H would pin Kurt, but Ronnie could still get her arm bar in on Stephanie and just have her moment. That's what I. That's what I thought. But then I saw the package. I was like, ah, they make an emphasis on themselves being the bosses, and they'll put you in your place. So then I was like, okay, I, I feel a little bit more towards Ronda and Kurt, but I still feel at the time Triple H and Stephanie are gonna win. But now with the whole thing that happened on this Monday Night on Raw, this past Monday Night on Raw, I'm going with Ronda and Kurt. Joseph. Yeah, cause I mean you got the egos. You never know what's gonna happen with the egos. But uh, ultimately, I think it's just going to be Ronda Rousey coming away with the victory. Um, Somebody she'll support Kurt Angle, who gets demolished by Triple H. Like I said, Ronda Rousey will put Triple H through something. I don't know what, but it'll be something. And then Ronda Rousey gets a victory. Yeah, I think that being said, their, their motivation being social media, I think they want to be able to announce Ronda Rousey winning her match. And I think it makes it easier for them to do that if she comes out on top. So I'm going to go with Ronda and Kurt. As much as I don't really want to see Kurt wrestle anymore either. And honestly, I don't really want to hear him talk all that much anymore either. Dude can't even stand up straight. No. Uh, Jinder Mayhall is still my favorite. Jinder Mayhall. (laughs) That was my favorite. 
Yeah, didn't even pronounce their champion's name right. Uh, women's matches, we might as well go over all these at once. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte versus Asuka. We have last choice is the greatest female wrestler of all time. I'm assuming you still feel that way. Yes. Against the undefeated Asuka. We haven't had a whole lot actually happen between these two. There have been a couple microphone segments. That's really it. And even the one on Tuesday was just Asuka walked out and said nobody's... I love that she says... Because, and I, I always want the crowd to say to start New Day Rocks, but they don't. Um, because nobody's ready for Asuka, Charlotte took the microphone and just said, you're not ready for me or whatever. I think this match is going to be a lot of fun to watch. I think we'll see a different type of match maybe than we've seen in the women's division because I feel like physically Charlotte hasn't faced anyone that could be seen as a match for her. She's had great matches with Sasha, but Sasha is so tiny. Even Bailey is not very big. Becky is not very big. I think they've done a really good job of making Asuka so dominant that she is a believable physical match for Charlotte, even though Charlotte's so much taller. Um, what do you think is going to happen in this match, Joseph? Well, I already said before, I mean, that I think... Again, in some of those parallel storylines, you're going to see Asuka and Nakamura walk away with the titles. Um, I think it's going to be a great match. I, anytime Charlotte, like you said, Charlotte's a top-notch performer, probably one of the best women wrestlers in history. And all her matches are usually fun. And matches of this profile, I think she's going to, she's going to this high profile, she's going to put on a great match. And I'm interested to see what um, what comes into the match. I think Asuka ultimately wins it. Um, I'm a little scared that they keep teasing the uh, briefcase, Money in the Bank, <laughs> with uh, C- Carmella, but we'll see. Yeah, Alo, I know you have a thought on that comment, Joseph. Yeah, there's just a mentioned. theory going around <laughs> on Twitter that Carmella will get Oscar disqualified, but cash in on Charlotte because there's an advertisement for Charlotte versus Carmella on SmackDown this this coming week for the women's title. So that's a theory. That's a theory that's going around. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting. Joseph, what are your thoughts? Or Joseph, laugh. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on this? I hope they're given enough time to put on a good match. I do think Asuka will win. And then Ronda will be the first one to give her, to, to break the streak and to give Asuka the defeat. That's, that's what I think's going on here. So do you do you like Oscar? I'm curious about this. I do. I know you're a big fan of Charlotte. I've never really discussed Oscar with you at all. I do. Yeah, I, she's a very good worker. Uh, always puts on a good matches. Some of her stuff in, in NXT was really fun mm-hmm. and really good. And the other women who we like, I unfortunately I think got stale very quick. So it's nice to have this fresh face. There's a lot of fresh matchups. Even beyond all these bad matches we've seen over the past few weeks, yeah. but there's plenty of stories to be told uh, with Oscar as champ. Right, Ayla. I'm picking Oscar, and like you, like you said, this match could be fun. But I'm real interested to see how this plays out too, because like you said, Charlotte's much bigger than mostly all, the, all, all mostly all the other women in the division. But they talk about Oscar's language barrier, so they're kind of like. Raises an eyebrow for me a little so bit. So you think they might decide, ah, eh, maybe we don't run with her? 
No, no. I mean, like for the like the match, the communication, oh, and stuff like that's what, from, from an in-ring perspective. That's what I was. That's what I was mean, talking about. But I and then like you like we've talked about when we actually when Laugh was um, here before we talked about he I com, I um I went back about him about he said Charlotte might be the the best women's wrestler of all time. Well, and I kept saying character perspective. And he said the total package. I'm like, yeah, it's debatable, but you can do that no matter what. But another thing we always, me and you always said about Charlotte was, Charlotte's great on her own, but can she make everybody better? And that's and that's 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 a, that's a different thing because anytime we talk about who had their best, who was her best match against any woman, you always say it was versus Sasha. But you you can't really say that about Charlotte. But I think the match will be fun. I have high hopes for Bomb Pick and Oscar. Yeah, she had great matches. Oscar had great matches with Sasha. And uh, after the Rumble, Sasha and Bailey, I think, yeah. next week. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I think Asuka's going to win. I wouldn't hate seeing that cash-in scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we all went with Asuka, correct? Uh, the Raw Women's Championship, Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. Um, not a whole lot more has happened in the last couple weeks. Left. As, as wonderful as Alexa has been, mm-hmm. I think this is the bathroom break match. It is. It'll be it'll be it'll be a quick squash. It won't be a good match. And it's the storytelling. It's reverse bullying. It's mm-hmm. it's <laughs> body shaming, anti bullying, a lot of bullying. Mm-hmm. Who, I, Nia has to win this yeah. match. Yeah. But it's the bathroom break match. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't like that term, but you, you're right. <laughs> I, Is I, there a meme for that? No. <laughs> He's making one right I don't now believe, as we speak. I, I honestly don't believe this match will be more than ten minutes. It might be five. I think it's because, gonna be more like five or six. Because like we did last year, we did WrestleMania 17, China versus Ivory for the women's title. <laughs> I think it'll be kind of similar to that, where Nia just like dismantles Alexa quickly, and then I don't think Nia will hold the title that long either. Because we just we always talked about with the bigger pe- with the bigger superstars, they just need an accolade just just to say they did it, just to sh- just to sell their demeanor. And I think this is Nia's time to actually get the accolade, so she can actually sell. You could actually sell her more that she was a former women's champion. Nia wins, in my opinion, but I don't think she holds it long. Right, and Laugh said, as great as Alexa has been, most of what Alexa has done that's been great has not been her matches. It's more so been. Her work on the mic, her character. Her matches work. have been good too. Her matches have been fine, but I, I'm not every week saying, "Wow, she really tore down the house." Mm-hmm. So I think you don't get on at WrestleMania. She's not going to get to do a ton of character work, mm-hmm. and I don't know what this. Like you said, I do think it's just going to be a, a squash. It's going to be Nia finally getting her hands on Alexa and just destroying her. A, a callback, if I may. I, when she did the twisted bliss. Off of one of the <laughs> elimination chamber, uh, the pods. So, yeah, it, uh, that was so good. Mm-hmm. And uh, for those of you out there in, in the airwaves, uh, the the Joel Gertner reference <laughs> and the uh, the neck brace that I'm so uncomfortably wearing here, uh, I'll never have been for an hour. I'll never have. forget the Eliminators doing a, a synchronized. Twisted Bliss to the Dudleys <laughs> in the opening match of that first pay-per-view they've ever done. And it was total elimination that put Gertner in the neck brace. <laughs> so there's the nice uh, Deep cut nice right red there. bow for you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it's going to be a squash. Joseph? Unfortunately, it'll probably be a squash. I think Niall will win and, I mean, kind of kind of the um, equivalent of Jinder Mahal getting the title because I don't think they've done enough to build Nia. Um, she's been kind of irrelevant coming up as far as women. She, she ultimately should have the title, but I don't think they've done enough to, to kind of give her the prominent position. 
and we have Alexa Bliss, who's been like the Miz of the women's division, the way she's carried the title, the mic work, her in-ring work, and Nia just had a couple squash matches to kind of build her for this, but ultimately I think Nia, Nia walks away with this. Again, the match that no one's really paying te- too much attention to, unfortunately. Yeah. And stop stop with this whole... I keep, t- I keep telling you that they book these women as stereotypes of women. Stop with the crying <laughs> and stop. Agreed. <laughs> stop. I keep telling you they're so... It's so sometimey. They cry. She's mean and she cry. You have these anti-bullying campaigns and stuff, but you're bullying your body, shaming her. Yeah, the the one thing I'll give them, I love that Nia has never really gotten a hold of Alexa in the lead up to this. Yeah, you won't see it until the match. We're all in agreement. Nia is going to win. Women's Battle Royal. I don't have a whole lot to say. There's no real story here. Ron, the whole thing about insulting our intelligence. That trophy is so bad. It it's is. a cup with a uterine. Yeah. <laughs> how, how does that get approved by any human? At first, I, I th- don't know. By, like, a person, let alone, like, a, a board of directors or a marketing or, or a creative yeah. or... or Dare I say Vince McMahon? Because mm-hmm. that the trophy is awful. First, I, I'm looking at this thing like, what the hell? Yeah. What planet are we on? <laughs> at first look on Monday, I thought it was actually panties molded into the trophy, but it's actually a cup. <laughs> I mean, that is, it looks like the old diagram in health class yeah. of the female reproductive. Yeah, that's what said last week. You, you're the winner here. <laughs> there was a lot of missteps on this from the get-go because first they were going to name this the May Young. Yeah, there's a lot of backlash. Oh, they Royal. need to do Banner's Brown, break the trophy. And then they have this trophy, like a lot of missteps. I hope Sasha or Billy breaks the trophy over the winner. Yeah. Uh, might as well just give a prediction. There's not much to talk about. Well, I just wanted to say yeah. I love Sasha breaking kayfabe because that was excellent. Um, when, she, when she said, raise my hand. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I helped you, so you're supposed to raise my hand. Right. I love that whole part. But I'm going with Sasha or Bailey, and um, whoever loses is going to turn heel. I think, but I'm leaning more towards Bailey winning. Joseph, I like Bailey. Laugh. Santina Morella. <laughs> That'd be a nice entrant in there. Nice surprise entrant. I'm gonna go with Sasha because I think like they really care about being able to say this person was this, and I think Sasha's the person they'd rather say was the first winner of this thing. So you that's could get a random entrant and like. But there is also a chance they have Bailey turn on Sasha. They have to have Bailey win it. Yeah, because their, their mo with Sasha is Sasha will always be one of the last in, in there. So I think Bailey. I'm less I'm leaning more towards Bailey because Sasha could finally turn heel on Bailey. Like Sasha has to like Sasha may actually like physically hand her the the uterus trophy, and um and then Sasha just hopefully breaks it over the uterus and turns trophy. Heel on. Yeah, I mean one of two things are gonna happen. You're gonna get the surprise Bailey turns on Sasha and eliminates her, or Sasha kind of earns back Bailey's trust and then screws her over in the end anyway. Yeah. That's what I'm leaning towards is Sasha. Uh, Raw Tag Team Championship, The Bar versus Braun and a mystery partner. Uh, again, I don't think there's a ton to talk about, really. Uh, who, who do we think the partner is going to be? Have there been any decent rumors out there? Yeah, I... I um, the, the Rey Mysterio that Sports Illustrated said... Um, I was dead. Dean Ambrose, Samoa Joe. I really think they dropped the ball with Elias. They both had so much steam, and 
and they stop the, the whole thing with Elias and The Rock, that would be fun, yes. And that will get Twitter going crazy, break the internet. <laughs> um, so uh, and I love what they said about Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt was in the championship match last year. Uh, I'm I'm going to say uh, Bray Wyatt as a different character. So what what the hell? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> and do you think they become tag team champions? Yes. Yeah, Braun, um, yeah, Braun, Braun's team wins. I have no idea who's the partner going to be. Is the Big Show cleared? I have no idea. I know he just resigned, but I'm not sure if he's cleared or not, because that's what, that's what I thought was going to come like out. Yeah, surgery or whatever. Yeah, right? that's what I thought was going to come out, because he said he's like me, but he brought out, brought out brains, which yeah, I thought brains. was hysterical. <laughs> I, did, I did forget, excuse me, Alo, but if, if I could write this match, and I forgot this, excuse me, everybody, but it would be James Ellsworth. I, I'd bring him back. I wouldn't even tag him in. And we've seen that before with the Bulldogs, mm-hmm. with Dynamite injured. Um, I, that, that, I'm changing my vote. James Alvarez. <laughs> you'd, you'd be fair to that. Oh, yeah, that's been my hope from the beginning, that that's the perfect person to have, bringing the whole thing full circle. I just saw somebody posted the picture of the reverse choke slam that he did on Ellsworth the first time. And I died. Uh, it, it's still so funny. His body is so stiff as he's hanging up there. The the perfect jobber the no chin to music. Braun Strowman. Yeah, awesome. So I would love for it to be Ellsworth. I think, obviously, there's no doubt Braun's team wins. Joseph, what do you think? I'm feeling like, and I, I think it would just be fun, it would be Dean Ambrose would be kind of fun to be his partner. I think just the way they would play with each other would be very entertaining TV. And obviously, I think, you're going to have Braun Strowman walk away with the title. Does he power slam whoever his partner is after the match? No. No. No? Yeah. <laughs> well, at, well, at, well, well, Duh. well at, after Alexa loses the women's title, she can tag with Braun. Yeah, that's beat true. The bar. <laughs> so she gets a new title back. Yeah. <laughs> um, SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Usos. Is it official that this is on the main card? Yeah. So the Usos will finally be on the main WrestleMania card for the Good first time. Good for you guys. Yeah, you happy for those guys. Money. They've really earned it. Not even just this year. They've earned it for a while. Their new gimmicks are awesome, too, so they deserve it. Yeah, I agree. I think this is going to be a great match. It's going to be a contender for match of the night. Does the title need to change hands? No. There's no reason to here. Usos. Let them open up. Mm-hmm. Give them a lot of time, and let the Usos shine. Really, let let them have their moment here on the main card. If they do not open, and Triple is not in the main event, <laughs> I am predicting Triple will, Triple will open because the crowd will be hot. Right to start. So there will be interactions. If Triple does go on later, the crowd will be dead and, and shit on it. Another, another reason for that, not to cut you off, but I mentioned that Miz and Cena mixed tag match with Nikki and Maurice. The crowd was so on fire for that, we ended up getting the proposal afterwards. And I, I remember feeling like all the energy exited the place because everybody was spent after that. And then... Triple, as you so lovingly call him, and Seth, I believe, were the next match. 
and that the crowd just was not and never really got fully into it. So I think maybe you're right that he does not want to put himself in a position to be out there with a dead crowd or an aggravated crowd or a tired crowd. He might want to just get right out there and get it over with when the crowd is fully into the show. Um, but but back to the tag team. Yeah. I can't wait. This is my vote for match of the night. And let the Usos do everything but a uh, off spray move <laughs> off the apron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I I, uh, I agree. I think this is going to be this is one of the ones I'm looking most forward to. I think even though we maybe laugh at the idea of the Bludgeon Brothers or that the gimmick is weird or the vignettes they were doing were weird, they are a fun tag team. And they are a nice addition to this rivalry because they're so different from these other guys. I think it'll make the match really fun. I definitely believe the Usos retain. Uh, Joseph, what do you think? Yeah, I think it definitely has match of the night potential. I mean, again, when you have those two tag teams, Usos, and the New Day, great matches, and you throw the Bludgeon Brothers in there, which we know in-ring are pretty good. I mean, the gimmick itself is an old-school kind of throwback. It doesn't really hold water like it used to. When you package wrestlers like this, it's, it's, it's fun. It's campy, but it doesn't really work these days. But ultimately, it's good in-room work, so it would be a great match, and I, I think the Usos walk away. You do? That's a great prediction. And shout-out to the, to the New Day uh, also um, because last year that whole hosting crap mm-hmm. – what crap? <laughs> they, they, they've been working their butts off for all these years now, and, and they were the host of the show. That was so dumb. So I think they're going to get after it, too. Agreed. Yeah. I think that they want to make up for the fact they didn't actually get to perform yeah. last year. I will give it credit, though, that they did the really nice swerve because we were all hoping the Hardys were going to be entered into that match. And when they came out in their ring gear... I was like, Alo, they're in ring gear. They're definitely wrestling. And then the Hardys came out anyway. I thought it was a it was an excellent swerve, beautifully played, because WWE does do that. Somebody comes out in ring gear, they're definitely wrestling. I want to harken back to that because um, I recently got the um, Epic Moments package, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, do I need another one to keep it in the box? <laughs> I listened back to last year's episode of about um, from thirty four and. It's funny how you look at me as a good friend, but you also see me as a kid at the same time. <laughs> and, and he was like, as happy as Alo was, I just had to give him a hug because he looked so happy. <laughs> it's so funny. It's how, I'm still debating about getting another one. Just keep it in the just keep it mock. But yeah. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Well, that wasn't so much seeing you as a kid. It's just me knowing that. I was like 19 and 20 when the Hardys kind of rose to prominence. Yeah, but I was like, what? Yeah, you were eight, eight nine years <laughs> old. That's what I'm saying. And yeah, I think it's just like me. This is going to be weird. The story of the Little Prince, which I don't know if anybody's really familiar with it. But one of the main parts of that story is about how, as adults, we forget what it's like to be kids. And that's why a lot of adults kind of suck because yeah. they're so distracted by all this dumb stuff that doesn't really matter. Yeah. I think I appreciate so much the stuff that mattered to me as a kid and because I've held on to it so close. And laugh, you too. A lot of the stuff you loved in, you know, when you were 10, you still love it now. I did, um, like, five things this week. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, what I did Sunday. <laughs> you wore Kill the uh, Power Rangers mask all day, After right? that. Okay, what, what was that then? I, I wore the helmet and I watched Power Rangers all damn day. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I think because I hold on to the things I liked as a kid so much, and I never forgot how much I liked it. Me knowing that that was your childhood right in front of us made it mean so much more to yeah, me that's than what it mean. would have. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you still saw me as a, as a kid. Like, yeah, you I, I, I saw... You already you to the group. <laughs> I wished I had a... Uh, a jammer to give you <laughs> when that when that moment happened. That would have been epic. Just hand him a jammer and it would have been. If only on I had one, you know. Uh, you, should always, it, you should always have a jammer on. on I should. Ron, if if you in the future uh, think about doing the the five star rating to, mm-hmm. to, to be consistent with some of the other ratings that are mm-hmm. out there. You gotta go jammers. Jammers. It's, it's, it's two, three, four, or five jammers. How many jammers? How many jammers would you I, put down? I feel like that has to be our new rating system. You're, how, you're, how many I jammers? love I love your yeah. rating system and Alo, I love how you say it without taking a breath. Jammers and five Stop up. What the hell did he just say? And I listen every week. And shockingly, I do get out of breath and then when you get, And then when you do your merch, color number five, holy I love the idea of making our rating system one through five jammers. I feel like it's... When we came up with... The, well, you came up with the jobber, uh, slobber knocker, showstopper for good reason. But I feel like now that we've probably done at least 20 throwback shows... It's definitely built its own identity where I feel like the jammer is such a part of the culture of throwback madness that I feel like that has to be the rating system. No, no, that we need a little wiggle room or something. Since we, since we covered so many shows, they can all all can't fall in the middle. They oh need. My God. And when when Prep was making fun of Uncle Dave and and, and Meltzer and it's it's then the, the true the the true relation to his. But yeah, you, you go go jammers and and go all in, <laughs> like make them red. The red know? jammers. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I'm so glad that you brought that. Like up. none of that tropical shit. You know, all all in red jammers on the carpet. <laughs> Perfect. I, I really love it. I'm glad that you brought oh, that up. We have ten matches down. Did we all pick the Usos? Yeah. Ten matches down, still three to go, somehow. <laughs> Shockingly. Uh, Andre the Giant, Bat- Battle Royal. I don't have anything really to add. My prediction is... I don't, I don't even have one. Say I don't know. It, uh, what? Who did you think I was going to predict? Goldberg. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, w- William is not going to I think he just threw it in his mouth a little bit. I don't think he's going to be there. I was going to predict Elias, but if he's doing a segment with The Rock, I don't know that he's even going to be in it. I, I don't know. Matt Hardy. Joseph? I, yeah, I, I don't even know who's officially in it. So <laughs> Everybody. So hard to make a prediction there. Who do they Who do they want to make completely irrelevant for the rest of the year? That's Matt be. Hardy. <laughs> okay. Um, what's his face could repeat? Who, Mojo? No, <laughs> Corbin. I'm Corbin. shocked. You, I'm shocked. You remember who Baron won last Corbin. year? You know what? I will predict William Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Laugh. Who do you think? I, I'm gonna give you two names. Uh, Goldberg is who I hope wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, but second is Ziggler. They just gave oh, him that. They just that. gave him that zillion dollar contract. That big WrestleMania push. Made a big push. deal out of it. And wasn't he in that stupid, like, eight-man tag match yep. on SmackDown yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. And he was the only one that didn't fit. Mm-hmm. 
It was like Fandango and Brazil, Brazongo, yeah, one of the Colognes. and then and Ziegler. You just actually made the what my comment was was who do they want to bury the rest of the year? <laughs> that was the perfect candidate. So that's probably who's going to win. Sign me up. <laughs> and you think Matt Hardy? Yeah. And Joseph, who did you say? Oh, you said you said Corbin could repeat. Yeah, Corbin could okay. repeat. Uh, United States Championship. I hate Randy Orton. <laughs> Similar to the way I refused to watch Cruiserweights while Enzo was the champion, I have refused to watch anything that has to do with the United States Championship as long as Orton has held it. I don't like what they've done with Bobby Roode. I think this would fit so much better for Jinder and the level that he's at than the World Championship did. So I'm just going to say right now I think Jinder is going to win. And I think a lot of people are going to get upset about it, and that makes me like it even more. That makes you like Yeah. Even. Joseph, what do you think? Who's the U.S. champion? I think, again, uh, we talked about it briefly last week. I think Rude, they're going to give it to Rude. Again, he has a lot to kind of kind of put up and carry the title because he hasn't done as much on the on the main roster as you would expect, but I think Rude. Laugh. I've never taken a bump. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orton stinks. <laughs> Rude stinks. Gender stinks. <laughs> I have a request, uh, not only to my friends here, but everybody in attendance, please make Rusev Day the second biggest pop after Daniel Bryan. I forgot Rusev was in this. Give give Daniel Bryan what he deserves. And then after that, make Rusev Day the loudest ovation that you possibly can. The crowd has wanted this for a while and the road dog and and Vince just kind of brushed it away. I think they have the chance here to give him the win, but I want the crowd to make it so much more than, quite frankly, it should be because of, <laughs> because of those other three steps. Yeah. I just changed my prediction to Rusev. I forgot that he was added to it. Halo? And and oh. the way that we pop for Cena and Roman at the Rumble, please do that for Rusev Day. Go crazy, like take <laughs> your shirt off. Go it, barefoot. Have that shock. Go crazy, folks. <laughs> have that shock face in the first row. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alo, your prediction? <sighs> I, I I was picking gender, but now I don't even have a, cl- have a clue. Randy. Randy. Oh, worst outcome. Oh, a triple guy. I should have done Yeah, you should have. Yeah, and another thing. Evolution. I I haven't watched the cruiserweights at all. I may make a little bit more of an effort coming out of Mania to watch them a little bit. Best in-ring work you'll see. So I'm just going to predict Cedric Alexander because I think that they're very much sold on him. So you say Cedric. Yeah, I'm picking Cedric because he was supposed to get the nod. When he was, remember at the Rumble, he was supposed to face Enzo. Yeah. So I believe he'll get the nod here. He'll win the title. If I said anything that was disrespectful, I do apologize. I won't turn my back. <laughs> I uh, and the last SmackDown that we went to, Cedric did some had a match after two hundred five cameras mm-hmm. were rolling. He, he's a very hard worker, mm-hmm. and uh, I do hope he wins. Yeah, him and Mustafa. This will be on the pre-show, but I believe this will probably be the best match, depending. Well, Vince. Vince doesn't really care about the pre-show, I don't think. 
So this will get as much time as they probably want it to get because it's not the main show. If Triple H is in charge, this will be the match of the night as a a total of a show. (laughs) But since it's on the pre-show, it can't count. Agreed. Uh, Joseph, who do you think? I mean, the whole thing's been fun with the the, the tournament. Um, A lot of good matches. Uh, Ultimately, I think Seldrick Alexander walks away with this title. Um, I think it will be a great match. But again, it can't qualify as a match of the night if it's not on the main card. Right. So, <laughs> so we're clean. again, once again, all in agreement on Cedric Alexander. We've now predicted every match on the show. Finally, after an hour and 47 minutes. That long. Um, we don't have any listener questions or stump Alo this week. We'll save it for next week. I got a shout out to my boy Pat Flanagan, <laughs> who, who offered me my first wrestling magazine and then oh, yeah. got me started down this road. Or. Huge thank you to Pat Flanagan. Yeah. Or as my people, as my bl- fellow Latinos and Black people would say, Pat from McDade Bullet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes, right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so without questions or stump Alo, we did get a promo sent into the show. Uh, I'll just read it aloud. For weeks, I've been calling you out, and you have yet to answer, Ekataker. But this is my final challenge. It is well known about your love for a fine alcoholic beverage. So you, me, in a turnaround bright eyes submission match, shot every time the song says turnaround, I'll be waiting. So Prep has now officially called out Eck in New Orleans. Huh. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if Eck will answer the challenge. I guess we in a few days we'll find out. Um, so that was the promo. Uh, the last thing I have, LeBron James will be in town on Friday. I believe the Sixers, with their win tonight, pulled even with Cleveland for the number three seed in the East. It will probably come down to who wins this game. LeBron, after you get done losing to the Philadelphia 76ers at the Wells Fargo Center, we will have a microphone and a throne available for you to do an episode of Unsanctioned. Alo? Um, are you, we're done with your Sixers pitch real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Question. Who's your rookie of the year? I, I I know it's a silly question to ask you, but I, I'm curious to see how you'll answer. Because I had a different answer until this past week. It's Ben Simmons, and I know Donovan Mitchell is getting a lot of attention. but And a lot was made about them going on an 11-game winning mm-hmm. streak and this and that. I think more of that is about Rudy Gobert than Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. I like Donovan Mitchell a lot. I wanted the Sixers to trade from 3 to 5 and 10. And I wanted them to take Lowry, Markinen, and Mitchell. And that probably would have worked out better than trading up to get Markel Fultz at this point. But Donovan Mitchell's a really good rookie. And Ben Simmons is just a really good player already. I think Ben Simmons is already probably a top 25, 30 player in the league. I think because Ben is so good already, he's not looked at as a rookie. And I think that's giving Mitchell an advantage. I... I think he's a really good player, and I think he's going to be an all-star, but I think Ben is a transcendent player. Yeah, cause And the numbers he's put up, 1,200 points, 600 rebounds, 600 assists, only Oscar Robertson has ever done that. So Donovan Mitchell's not doing anything that groundbreaking. Yeah, because b- before the Sixers went on this 11-game win streak now, 
Donovan Mitchell was my rookie of the year mm-hmm. because, like you thought, you hit on that thirteen game win streak they had in the beginning of this. Well, in the middle of the season because they were nowhere near the playoff picture. But they, but they are west. They wouldn't. They had a thirteen game win streak before the playoffs started, mm-hmm. and they got and they actually like put themselves in like playoff contention. Even even though I think they're the eighth seed today, they could still get up to highest highest four, four possibly. But before the last week. When Embiid went down and and Simmons had was he had two or three triple doubles in that in that in that time span? Yeah, he had four triple double, five triple doubles in March. No, but like like when Embiid went out, oh, I think, I like, think two, yeah, I think he had two in the last week, and the Sixers are knocked it on fifty wins, and Utah kind of fizzled out a little bit. But even with that thirteen game winning streak, Rudy Gobert missed a few games during that winning streak. But I thought that was impressive, especially out west. For them to actually get in that, because nobody expected them to do this. We kind of expected the Sixers to actually be pretty good this season in the Eastern in the East. But Donovan Mitchell was my Rookie of the Year until this last this previous week. Yeah, people said, "Oh, he's only so good because he has Joel Embiid on his team." But now Embiid's been yeah, hurt. yeah, he's been he's, and they have not. They don't look any different. Yeah, than they since, did. yeah, since he's been, got yeah, since he's been hurt, since he's been hurt, and he's been he's going off, especially against Charlotte. I was like, okay, I had to give it to Ben Simmons now. But before last week, it was not my pick was Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, for me, it's been Ben wire to wire. I just think he's a historic player. I think it's going to be kind of the difference between. I can't think of a good example, but I think he's going to go down as red jammers and. Green <laughs> yeah, he gets five red jammers for me. I think he's a historic player, and I think Donovan Mitchell is just a really is going to be a great player, uh, and I think there's like a difference there. Um, before I do the, the close to the show, any final thoughts from anyone on WrestleMania 34? Ron, guys, thanks for having me. Uh, have a wonderful time in New Orleans. Please be safe, okay? And cheer for Daniel Bryan and Rusev Day. <laughs> great advice. Thank you. <laughs> It'll be a great show. I'm looking forward to WrestleMania. Um, as I get tested because I was in New Orleans this time last year, don't go in any dark alleys by yourself. <laughs> Doesn't turn out well for anyone. <laughs> even, for, even for Hollywood Bela? Even for Hollywood Bela. <laughs> it might turn out even worse for okay. Hollywood Bela than the average person. You'll appreciate this, Ron. On behalf of Act Prep Unji myself, we will be flourishing. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> I don't expect anything less than full flourish in uh, in New Orleans for those three days. Well, if you have this shot challenge that I, that I hear about, you might you might have some trouble. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm curious how that plays out. What? I'm, I'm looking for Eck versus Prep in the, oh, man. the submission, the turnaround bright eye submission match. Oh, man, we got we got a wife and a best friend. We, we don't know what the hell to do. Yeah, there, there's no way to know what's going to happen. Kayfabe is, is dead. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to WrestleMania 34 as much as the weekly product makes it difficult to keep up with and difficult to talk about sometimes. This is the Super Bowl. This is Game 7 of the NBA Finals. This is the biggest day of the year. I'm very much looking forward to enjoying it, kind of put a lot of the uh, ugliness aside and just enjoy it for what it is on that day. Um, So with that being said... Check out Falls Count Anywhere, The Perfect Edge, Throwback Madness, our Road to WrestleMania series. Listen to some old unsanctions. Subscribe on iTunes. Five-star ratings and reviews. Elroy Prepson on YouTube. Some merch to move. Last thing, I guess. (laughs) In one breath. Take a deep one. What a maneuver that! <laughs> <laughs> what a maneuver that! That's from Madison. Callnumber.com. 
Use promo code MattManage for 10% off your order. There we go. There it was. Laugh. Thank shook. you for being here. Always a pleasure yeah, to have welcome. you. Great outfit as well. Yeah, excellent outfit. It, it knocked it out of the park. Better than I expected. Now you can take the brace off unless you're used to it. <laughs> I think it's stuck to my neck. <laughs> uh, for Mr. Sexy Punakana, then now forever CK and Joe Rottermill. Loving you. For Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo. The ladies call him Balo, Aaron Lloyd. We're not hard to find. We're not. For the godfather of the Matt Madness podcast, Joe Lafferty, I am Ron Pashery. Enjoy WrestleMania, and we will see you next week. Hop on the top rope, but the land with the elbow. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. This is Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my balls. Shut the mystery man, it ain't safe to land off the cell. Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.